0: Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back. You have now jumped into episode number 16 of the Hostile Environment Podcast. And I am Jay, your party host. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for downloading. And welcome to a special edition, which is titled Ask Jay Anything. But unfortunately, we got to get some housekeeping issues out of the way first. Uh, that includes my social media plugs, an update on my guest appearance, and a couple of quick news and notes, among other things. So with that being said, let's actually get into some douchebag news. Yes, yes, the official mascot for the Hostile Environment podcast, Chris Sky, is back in the news. Because after another one of his anti-mask Anti-COVID, anti-vaccine, little protests in Calgary. The human maxi pad tried to check into his hotel room and quickly found out that he is now banned from all Fairmont properties and was escorted out by security. Now, I don't know if he was banned because he refuses to wear a mask. I'm not sure if he was banned because of the poison that he spreads throughout our Canadian communities. Um, Maybe it's a combination of both. Or maybe it's just because he is the shit on the bottom of our shoes of life. And no matter how many butter knives you use to try and scrape him out of the crevices in your sneaker, it won't come out and it fucking still smells. Anyways, if you have any interest in watching this human shit stain harass the dude at the hotel who who works at the hotel in Calgary, who's telling him that he's not welcome, of course you can find it on the internets. Because he fucking filmed this all on his phone as usual. Um, That's just the way he is. He he filmed the entire conversation. So uh, he tried to make it fit his narrative that, you know, uh, unjust this and against the law that and da-da-da-da. Anyways, fuck him. And uh, I'm just glad to see that everything around him is is caving in except for his bank account because his daddy. Anyways, um, moving on. Staying on the topic of human garbage, I'm sure everyone has heard by now that late Tuesday afternoon, the fucking king of jerk-offs and now ex-police officer who brutally suffocated George Floyd on camera um, was convicted on all three counts brought against him, which were second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. So Derek Chauvin who will obviously most likely die in prison, hopefully from old age. Or Sorry, let me rephrase that. He's going to die in prison either from old age or by a lucky inmate who somehow gets to him. Unfortunately, as an ex-correctional officer, I'm very aware of how this goes. It won't be easy to get to him um, because him being an ex-cop and also a high-profile case means he'll be in protective custody for the duration of his incarceration Um, but you know what, fingers crossed and you know what they say, um, somehow life finds a way, right? So fingers crossed, um, moving on, uh, quick update on my guest appearance. Um, we finally agreed on a date, so I will be doing a zoom interview on May 4th, 2021 at noon. Uh, I'm guessing he will upload it that day, but I don't know that to be the truth. I will inform you guys when I have exact info on when that episode will be up for listening. Um, his podcast is called Yoles Hangout. Uh, the little research that I've done is it's three years old. He does one episode a week, and it's based out of Philadelphia, USA Bay. Um, and just to give you guys a heads up, I didn't actually look for this opportunity, they actually came to me, they found me. So whatever I'm doing, I must be doing something right, because not only am I being asked for a couple more of these, as well as a few other things that I could, might be dipping my toes into, I'm also at 1,800 fucking downloads. So thank you, all of you, every single one of you, even if you don't actually listen you just download, which you wouldn't be hearing this, but anyways, no matter what you're doing, thank you guys very much. Uh, let's keep kicking some fucking doors down and let's grow this motherfucker because if you guys are enjoying it and I'm getting these kinds of results, you know, I'm doing something right and I'm going to get better and I'm going to keep going. So let's do it. Um, so let's get my social media out of the way, shall we? I just want to, you know, get this out of the way quick. Um, if you'd like to know what fast food burger I'd like to make love to, uh, find me on Facebook, Jay Cowell. I'll tell you there if you ask nicely. Um, you know, what part of my body smells like mac and cheese that's gone bad? Ask me on Twitter at podcast underscore hostile. Uh, follow me on Instagram for pictures of me licking different types of dog shit at host.enviro.pod. And if you want to watch videos of me being very romantic with farm animals, I'm on TikTok at the hostile environment pod. Lastly, and certainly not leastly because this is where I'm starting to get all my clicks uh, for questions, comments, complaints about your sex life, and dick pics, I'm not getting nearly enough dick pics, email me j.hostile.environment at gmail.com. Before I jump in and ask Jay anything, I'd like to tell you this quick little story. Um, It started on Tuesday afternoon. It's fucking hilarious, so I thought I would tell it here. Um uh so basically long story short um this new house that i'm in we moved into in august so this will be our first summer here and when we were viewing this house it was covid so we didn't get a great chance to go around and check every nook and cranny and you know they only gave us a very short time to come in and look before we had to leave so um immediately i opened the patio door and i saw the backyard i fell in love with it immediately Um, it's really long it's it's got a lot of space i saw a lot of potential of of like gardening and a bunch of shit that i grow some vegetables and shit Uh, what i didn't know that the shed that was in the backyard that this guy kept his lawnmower and shit in it had no doors they either were never put on or they fell off or whatever the fucking case is either way he didn't leave the doors behind and the shed had no doors So that meant that this metal shed had various forms of wildlife living in it. Um, And it was fucking scary. It was very scary. There was a lot of things living in that shed. When I kicked the fucking doors, a lot of noise was made and a lot of scurrying happened. And I was afraid for my life. Um, So anyways, long story short, uh, in November, I was like, fuck it. I got to tear it down and I'm going to buy another shed. I finally found one because of COVID. Everybody was buying anything to do with backyard shit. So the only sheds that were left were like $2,500, $3,000, $3,500, and I wasn't paying that fucking much. Eventually, I found a shed in, at Lowe's in Markham, so I fucking raced down there and I grabbed it, I like, think I paid like $400 for it. It was a metal vinyl shed. Um, so the, the, the shit thing was that um, I invited my, uh, my mother-in-law's uh, boyfriend over because he's good with tools and building and all that shit, and I'm so-so at best. So we were building it, but the problem was we started building it in November uh, and we couldn't finish it in one day because it's fucking crazy time consuming. So by the time we'd stopped doing it and tried to book another day to do to finish it up, the snow fucking came. So um, I had to leave it in the snow over the winter because you know we weren't gonna build it, it's fucking metal. It's cold, it's shit. So um, I left it there. And now, you know, that now the nice weather uh, came out, other than the last couple of days when fucking this mystery snow appeared. Um, I don't want to keep asking, uh, Matt to come over because, you know, he's helped me build a bunch of shit and I feel like I'm taking advantage of the fucking guy. So I decided to, uh, I, ha- I'm on this neighborhood, um, app that I downloaded. Um, and it's basically, it's called neighborhood or something along those lines. And it's everybody in our basically like, a little fucking cul-de-sac of neighborhood. And they're all on this fucking chat app. And, um, for the majority of the time, well, it's things for sale and, uh, they talk about the neighborhood and neighborhood watch and they, some people sell cupcakes and fucking sell little, little services and shit like that. So I thought I'd take a stab in the dark and, and, uh, throw it an offer, right? Because most of the time this app, I, I just find is a lot of old ladies and fucking Karens complaining about, you know, people not picking up dog shit or noisy neighbors or fucking, you know, like. John didn't mow his lawn and the fucking weeds and whatever son of I, I thought I'd put this fucking offer out on this app. And I said, if anyone wants to come and finish building this shed for 100 bucks, uh, I said, realistically, it was probably three or four hours of work at most. So I immediately had a guy respond. And he says, uh, you know, I'm, I'm good at building shit. I'm good at building shit from instructions. So I'm willing to come over and help you on Tuesday at 10 o'clock. Uh, perfect. I fucking booked him. So buddy shows up. And because he's wearing his fucking COVID mask and a baseball cap, I didn't get to really see what he looks like. So I take him to the backyard, I show him all the pieces of the shed, I give him the instructions, I give him all the tools that he needs, and I was like, alright man, you're good to go. So I fucking run back into my house, I close the patio door, I jump on my couch, I flick on the Netflix, and I'm snuggling with my wiener dogs. Within like five minutes, um, you know, I hear a knock on the patio door. So I, I walk over and um, I ask what's up. And the fucking guy pulls his mask down to talk to me. And Jesus fucking Christ, he looks like the sloth from the Goonies. Um, for those of you who haven't seen the Goonies, I can't really explain them to you. But for those of you who know who the, Go- the Goonies movie is, you know the guy I'm talking about. The guy, I love you, chunk. That fucking guy, this guy looked just like that fucking guy. It was fucking terrifying. So this monstrosity of a human being asks me if I want him to level the, 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 the dirt so that when the shed goes on, uh, on the on the ground it's going to be on, it's not tilted so it doesn't fall and what have you. Um, my initial idea was I just wanted the shed built and I was going to call Matt and we were going to move the shed together hopefully and, 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 and set it down and level the ground and all that shit. Um, but he was willing to do it, and he said he was good at it. So I said, "Fucking right on." After I catch my breath from the fucking fright of the sight of this maniac, I said, "Fucking okay, man. Just if you want to do it, go ahead. I, I, I'm good with that." Um, so uh, it, it is what it is. So um, I closed the patio door, and now I lock the patio door, and I go back to Netflix, um, ensuring not to make eye contact at any time, so he doesn't ask me to use the washroom or stare at my sandwich or fucking scare my dogs or whatever. So I'm watching Netflix and, you know, about an hour and a half goes by and I figure it's time to check on this creepy bastard's progress. Sure enough, he's leveled the dirt. Uh, He's put the patio stones down like a fucking champ. And I'm thinking, fuck, man, for for a hideously grotesque fucking individual, this guy's like Matt Damon from Good Will Hunting. So I was like, fucking, maybe I was just mistaken. Um, So I was happy, right? But shortly after my first progress check... Then I hear him screaming and cursing and I look out the window and now he's pacing around. So I casually stick my head out the window and I ask as, you know if everything's okay. And he says, oh, why the fuck do they have to make these things so difficult? And I'll figure out I just need a break. I said, okay, pr- no problem, Frankenstein. Just keep calm and fucking grab some lunch or whatever, right? So I, I just take a break. I get it. So now he's going on five hours of being here and he's making progress, but it's slow. And I've got shit to do. So I peek my head out the, the patio door again. And I say, hey man, listen, I'm, I'm just heading out shortly. Uh, how much longer do you think you're going to be? Uh, I'm going to run to the bank and grab your dough and whatever else. So he takes a look down at the parts. Takes a look at me. Looks at the tools. Looks at the shed again. Looks at me. And he says, I, I don't fucking know where all these bars go. And why are there so many screws? Why are there so many fucking screws? So... I casually close and lock the patio door again and I head out to run my fucking my few quick errands took me about maybe 45 minutes tops and when I get back from the driveway when I pull in I can hear him cursing and swearing from the fucking driveway so I head to the backyard and now he's kicking my tree and he's yelling um, my still unbuilt shed by the way uh, and he's yelling at it like it fucking owes him money. And also keep this in mind, um, you know, like I said, we started building this in November for, uh, it took us, I think we were out there about five or six hours. Um, So we did probably a third of the shed. It was already built. And when Captain Ugly showed up, uh, you know, I told him that, you know, everything was in certain places and we we did certain things. So I don't know what the fuck happened. But, and and secondly, now he's been in my house for seven fucking hours and he hasn't gotten very far. So, being the sweetheart that I am, I ask him if maybe he just wants to, like, call it a day and come back tomorrow. And he says, no, I'm going to finish. So, another hour goes by. And I head downstairs, because I was upstairs fucking doing laundry and shit. So, I head downstairs to check out the situation, and the backyard is completely empty. So, I look out the fucking front window, and there he is, sitting in his front seat of his car... And he's either talking to himself or he's screaming. I don't know. But I muster up the courage to head out and check old fucking Goonies guy out. He calmly rolls down the window and he says, I'm fucking done for the day and I'll text you tomorrow. And he drives off. So my shed isn't built. I haven't paid this fucking guy a dime. I have no clue when or if he's coming back. But I do know that I can't have him at my house with my wife and kids here and I'm not home because I don't know what this fucking human jack-o'-lantern is capable of and it's fucking terrifying. So that was Tuesday. Wednesday, he does shoot me a message and he says he's going to come by around 2.30, which he fucking does. From 2.30 until 7, I don't know what the fuck he did. He did a little bit of shit, but not very much was done. So I said I went outside and I said look dude like fuck, I fucking I'm going to make dinner and shit like that and he's like okay uh what time are you off tomorrow I'll come by Okay and he says he's going to finish this is day 3 all right fuck fine so that's you know I said I'll be home at 2:30 dude sure enough he's here at 2:30 and um well let's see what time is it now right now as I'm recording this it is 6:51 and he left at 6 Uh, when he left, the shed is still not complete. He fucked up the roof. The pieces are backwards. Now he has to take the roof off again, take all the screws out, switch all the pieces around, put the roof back on. And then he still has to do the doors. The good news is tomorrow's his birthday. So I gave him the day off. I said, no, dude, um, you know what? It's your fucking birthday. Just fucking stay home. I'll see you on Saturday. So he's going to come by on Saturday for shed day number four. Um, and he's going to, he's really earning this hundred bucks. Let me tell you. And if you think I'm giving them a fucking raise, it ain't going to happen. Because, like, fucking, like, I clearly, ah, fuck this. Day four, I'll let you guys know on Monday how it goes or if it goes or whatever. But uh, it is what it is. So that's the shed story. I thought you guys would enjoy that. And it's not done yet, which is even better. So uh, let's get to the main event of the evening. Lady in Peru and gentlemen around the world, it is time for Ask Jay Anything. Here are the questions and comments I receive from you, the loyal listeners of the Hostile Environment Podcast. Question number one comes from Toronto Jamal. And he asks, you talk about Tone and Derek a lot and you've mentioned Chris and Bird. But every time you bring up Noof, you say their story's coming. When are they coming and why have you waited so long to talk about him? Well, Toronto Jamal, here's the thing. The only way to describe Noof is he was so very special. And I'm not talking about, you know, Christmas morning with a massive hangover, sitting around with your family special. I'm talking about like special Olympic special. The majority of the stories are not only crazy terribly long, but they're also kind of detailed. So, I'd actually have to dedicate a majority of uh, an entire show to a, a Noof story. But here's what I will do for you, Trono Jamal, and just you. I will bring you a Noof story on episode number 20. So three more episodes including today, and I will formally introduce you to Rob Noof Kirk. Alright, Jamal? That's what I will do for you. Moving on. Question number two is from Bill. Bill sent me an email and asked me to give my top five movies of all time and then asks uh, follows that up with asking me if I'm a gamer and if so, what do I play? Thanks for the question, Bill. And let me get to your gaming question right off the bat. No, Bill, I am not a gamer. Uh, never have been. I used to fucking love uh, Goldeneye, but even then, I mean, I could only play it for so long and I just fucking couldn't do it anymore. Um, uh, I like playing Madden, I like playing Mortal Kombat but I've just never really liked sitting around for hours on end playing video games. It's just never been my thing. Um, how about when my PS4 was stolen last year by some fucking cocksuckers, my daughter invited over for a party, um, I didn't even realize it was gone. And when I did realize it was gone, you know, I saw the space underneath the TV on the shelf. I didn't even know what it was that was gone. It took me like 10 fucking minutes to figure out it was a PS4 that was there. Somehow I bought another one, by the way, for my youngest daughter to play Fortnite. But it is what it is. So yeah, I'm not a gamer. Um, I usually just used it for a fucking Blu-ray player uh, for the, and very rarely, once in a while, I'd pick it up and play a quick game of Madden. But that's as far as I go as far as video games. Um, and as for the top five movies, thank you for asking this question. Um, I fucking, I'm a, I'm a movie buff. I'm a movie guy. I always have been. Um, I have an extensive movie collection. That's worth like next to nothing. Um, I posted a picture of it when I first started uh, this podcast. So we're going back 16 episodes ago. I posted it on on the Instagram account. So if you want to check out uh, a view of the movies I have, it's pretty fucking crazy. Um, I've been collecting them for a very, very long time. They take up all kinds of valuable space in my basement. And my wife hates them, which makes me like them even more. Uh, But my top five movies in no particular order except for number one. Because number one is my favorite movie of all time, and that would be Goodfellas. Number two is Shawshank Redemption. Number three is The First Superman with Christopher Reeve. Number four is American History X. And number five is Top Gun. And if you fucking goof on me about Top Gun, you can fuck yourself. Because watching Tom Cruise on that motorcycle with those aviators, uh, I'm sorry. I fucking, I melted like butter. So it is what it is. Um and to I'll give you five more just because the, I had to give all honorable mentions, so this will make it actually a top ten. Uh train spotting, heat with De Niro and Pacino, uh Gladiator, Boys in the Hood, and all of the Lord of the Rings movies, put them all in one big fucking basket, and that is my top ten. Big fan of the fucking Lord of the Rings trilogies. A lot of people wouldn't know that if they knew me, they would think I would goof on them, but no, I fucking love them. Frodo Baggins is my baby. Uh, So, anyways, feel free uh, if you guys want to either goof on my picks or post your picks or give me a thumbs up on my picks or whatever. uh, Feel free to do that on social media and all the platforms that I have provided for you. But if you're going to goof on any of my picks and fuck around, then I want to see what you're going to fucking put in your picks instead. Um, You know, Braveheart and Forrest Gump and all these fucking horseshit movies. You know, they're they're all good, but you know, if you're gonna fucking tell me that my picks are shit, I want to know what your picks are. So feel free to do that. I look forward to that. Uh, the next question is from a lady listener. At least I think she's a lady because uh, her name is—sorry, uh, the name—and I think it's her is Patty Cakes, and she writes. Loving the podcast, but wondering where all the jail stories are. I could have sworn you said you were a jail guard before. Let's get some jail stories. Uh, sure, uh, Patty Cakes, um, if that is your real name. And because I know it is not your real name, uh, and I'd like to know why you settled on that name, actually. I'm thinking it's some sort of a weird bondage food type of thing, like a maybe like a baker dominatrix, uh Patty, will you spank me with the cupcakes and shove cookies up me ass? Something like that? I don't know. Anyways, tell me, if I can, Patty, why'd you pick the name? Uh, and yes, thanks for writing in. And I was a correctional officer for 12 years in four different jails. Um, one of them was known as the roughest prison in Toronto at the time, the Don Jail. And to tell you the truth, or as the kids call it, keeping at 100. Uh, I am going to tell prison stories. In fact, I will tell you one quick one right now. But here's the thing. I fucking love my job, Patty. And I was really good at it. But things ended badly. And I'm fucking very bitter about it. Um, I kind of have mommy issues when it comes to that particular topic. But I'm working on them. And damn it, Patty, I've got to move on. And um, also another reason is if I burn out all my great content now, I'll have to start lying. And I wouldn't have told you guys I was gonna talk shit about the career if I wasn't willing to do it. But I had to work up to do it. Um, you know, kind of like the first time you go to a gay bar and you know you get that fucking that you get you, you go to a gay bar just for free drinks from strange men that want to fuck you. But that's like another tone story altogether. But anyways, it is what it is. You have to work up to that sort of thing. Um, anyways, here's a quick little jail story for you, Patty. Um or start so, so the first jail that I worked at was a weekend jail so uh Monday to Friday morning, this jail only had about thirty guys serving their sentences, so it was like a it was it actually was it wasn't like it was a medium security facility, so there were no rapists or killers or pedophiles or like that the Most guys were in for theft and drugs and you know stupid shit, you know fucking losing their driver's license, driving their license, and all that horse shit. Um, but Monday to Monday to Friday morning, these 30 guys would be assigned jobs like you know laundry, kitchen, um, general maintenance, and all this horse shit. Um, it, just like you see in the movies, basically. Except, like I said, no killers or anything like that. But Friday night, starting at 5pm, uh, all, all of the guys serving weekend sentences would start rolling in. Um, so they would spend Friday night, all of Saturday, all of Sunday... in in our institution, and they'd be let out on Monday morning, usually around 6, some around 7 or 8, but usually around 6. And they'd go back to work and, you know, fucking do their day jobs and go home and fucking sleep with their wives and then fucking come back to jail on the Friday, do it all over again. Um, So, uh, basically, um, about 250 guys would be rolling into the jail on Friday night, kind of like a human shoe train. Download that episode now on all my media platforms. Uh, so anyways, for the better part of like five hours, so like 250 guys were coming into the jail and we had to search them all. But before they did that, they actually had to walk through the parking lot to get into the jail. And the parking lot was like a, a, a fucking nightclub without the music. So guys were, uh, you know, were doing drugs and they were drinking or they were doing whatever the fuck they could or as much as they could before coming in. And, of course, to top it all off, they were sticking everything they could up their ass so they could continue the party inside the jail over the weekend, right? So if anyone hasn't seen or doesn't know what a Kindler surprise is, um, they're little plastic uh, eggs, and they're wrapped in chocolate, and they have a tinfoil wrapper. You can have the dollar store and fucking Walmart. They're the cash registers, right? But inside the plastic plastic fucking uh, shell... Are these goofy little toys for kids, right? Like little pieces of puzzle or little shit robot to fucking whatever. Well, obviously they'd pitch those and um, they would fucking jam them full of fucking, uh, you know, uh, pills, uh, tobacco, rolling papers, matches, um, anything they could that would fit in that fucking egg. Uh, They would put it in there and they would shove it directly up their ass. So at first when I got the job and I was doing this, it was difficult and gross, but eventually I got so used to it. Like, that I could literally fucking eat a sandwich while searching a guy's ass for eggs and drugs, no problem. Um, so one magical evening, uh, I saw an object up a guy's ass, rectum. Sorry, let me politically correct. I would use rectum. So I saw a guy, an object up this guy's rectum, and you know we do the usual: take it out, take it out. They deny it. We go back and forth. You know, this is the, the game we played every Friday night with all these guys. But after a bit of this fucking, you know, him playing the stupid game and eventually he caved and he agreed to take it out. So let me preface this with by saying I have seen a shit ton of objects come out of a man's ass. Lighters, uh, whole cigarettes, um, pills, cocaine, even a fucking needle. I saw a fucking needle come out once. They put it in a cigar tube. Um, so for those of you who smoke cigars, you know what I'm talking about. They're made of metal and up the ass they go, well, this guy had a needle up there within a cigar tube. So, oh, and there was like heroin or fucking meth or whatever you shoot up with needles that was in there too. Um, so when this fucking idiot like first squatted down and he put his hand in his ass and he took this fucking object out, when I saw it, I almost passed out. From overstimulation to my humor senses that went directly to my brain. Um, this fucking guy, and I kid you not, this fucking guy put a bottle of whiskey up his ass. Um, and not just a bottle of whiskey, but a 375 milliliter bottle of Crown Royal whiskey. For those of you who aren't familiar with Crown Royal bottles, um, they are in the shape of Uh, Well, they're very fucking unique, first of all. Um, And you can Google the shape. Um, They're they're very unique than other regular booze bottles. It's actually shaped like a crown. And it's big. And it's different. And it had to be uncomfortable. Why he picked that particular brand of of whiskey and that particular bottle, I will never know. Because after he took it out, and of course he had to go to the hospital, that's the last I ever saw of this guy. So... For those of you who don't know, I will post a put a picture of a Crown Royal bottle, so that you know. In case you never fucking get to see one, you realize what I saw come out of this guy's ass. He easily could have put a basketball up his ass. Uh, I'm getting pretty gross, so I'm gonna leave it there. So that was my first jail story, Patty. Thank you for asking. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry it took so long. It took 16 episodes for me to finally spit one out. But like I said, I've got mommy issues. And also, like I said, if I burn it all now, I'm going to have to start telling bullshit down the line. I'm really trying to spread this out because I plan on doing this for a while. And I won't run out of content for quite some time because I have so much. But I do want to make it also quality content as well, right? Because if I don't give you guys quality, you guys are going to stop listening. So there it is, patty cakes. That was my first jail story, and there will be more to come. So be patient. Um, let's take it slow, and we'll get through this together. <laughs> so I'll do two more questions, and I will wrap this up for the day. Um, this one is uh, was actually a picture along with a comment, and it comes from a fellow podcaster who reached out to me on Facebook. And he comes from the city that I want to die in, which is Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, so Grayson in Florida sent me a picture of uh, the singer named Lizzo, is her, her Instagram photo. And just like I said to him, uh, I don't know um, who Lizzo is, for instance, for, for one thing, so he had to tell me who she was. And the second thing I had to say to him was, I know that we are in the era of being proud of who we are and not fat shaming, but holy fuck. Put some clothes on, you fat fuck. If you want to be proud to be 600 pounds and have diabetes, fucking go hard. You know, do it. Eat that fucking Christmas ice cream cake for Easter dinner. But why in the hell would you post a naked picture of yourself from the legs up? Here is a life hack, sweetheart. If you don't want to be attacked for being grossly overweight and disgusting don't post nudes on the internet i didn't even know who she was until he fucking told me who she was and sent me the link to one of her horrible songs but i knew she, i know she's got a body like a garbage bag full of fucking beer bottles and it makes me unhappy to see it so enough fat shaming i'll, I'll stop it is what it is that's i just had to get that out so thank you grayson for sending me that picture. Um, you got you clearly understand how what the show is about, so thank you for sending me that picture, and please continue to contact me if you feel the need. Um, so, uh, moving on to the last question I have, which I got from another female listener, and I know this is a female listener, because her name is Vicky, and I'm asking this question, or sorry, I'm telling you guys the question that she asked, only because I'm not sure... If Vicky has actually ever listened to the show. Because her her question is... And this is word for word what she wrote. Hi Jay. I feel like you're holding back on something. What is your greatest fear? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, fuck me Vicky. But are are you actually seriously trying to have a fucking Dr. Phil moment with me on on my own podcast? Uh, I mean... The things I'm talking about here, I mean, I'm talking about my friends throwing up in the mall food court, and hookers, and shoe trains, and lesbian scissoring, and anal swabs. But, on the other hand, I did ask for every question. I said, no holds barred, I won't hold anything back. So I'm going to answer your question, Vicky. Um, I'm going to answer it. My biggest fear is anything bad happening to my wife and kids, or and and losing them in any form or fashion. That is my biggest fear. So there, Vicky, you've tapped into my feminine side. Now I've got to go throw myself off a ladder or stick my dick in a toaster or do something manly or tough to prove that I have no emotion whatsoever and forget this ever happened. Anyways, kids, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 16 of the Hostile Environment Podcast. Uh, enjoy the ufc on saturday night if uh it should be a great event main event with uh jorge masvidal the fighting for the title and other than that mortal comes mortal Kombat comes out friday so do your thing the weather's supposed to be nice the snow's going to be gone get drunk love your family i will talk to you on monday for another episode of the hostile environment podcast thanks for tuning in and goodbye for now